Hello and welcome to The Wind Up, your weekly recap show where myself, Sean Philip Naylor, and my gorgeous co-host, Miss Maya Crofone, recap the latest episodes of RuPaul's Drag Race Season 15. You can follow us at, at, on Instagram at thewindup underscore pod. You can follow me at Sean Philip Official, and you can follow her at Miss Maya Crofone. Um, Maya, <laughs> it's The Wind Up. We're back. It's been a hot minute. It's been like a whole two weeks since we released a show. I was, I was going to say like we're in season three, and it's only been two weeks since season two. I know, right? It's crazy. Um, how have you been since I spoke to you last two weeks ago? Well, well, actually, well, what? To be fair, we did we did it between Christmas and New Year's, correct? We did, yes. Um, so I haven't seen you since then. So yeah, how was your new? How was your New Year's? My New Year's was uneventful. Mine was fairly uneventful. Husband and I just went across to New South Wales for the fireworks, the border crossing. Oh, an hour early. Yeah. <laughs> that, and we did like the early ones that people take their kids to. Um, and then we walked across the border back into Queensland to hopefully see the second set of fireworks, you know, the two, two New Year's Eves in one situation. But we never did yeah, it yeah. because we saw all the people and I was like, I just want to go home, sit on the couch and drink wine. Can we do that? And he was like, yes, let's go do that. So that is what we did. Fair. How was yours? See, I worked. So I worked all day until about six o'clock. Um, and it was a busy, it was a busy day. Um, obviously people buying alcohol for New Year's to go and sit on the hill in Burley. Um, Overrated. I worked. I worked and then came home. Uh, had dinner and I went to bed I was in bed by 10 30 yeah so I'm like okay cool well I'm gonna have an early night and wake up refreshed for the new year and I did and then had a really long boring day on new year's day because it was dead because obviously everyone was recovering um, yeah got a shit coffee from the, one of the only places that was open and yeah it was just an uneventful start to the new year well happy new year listeners Miss Microphone. Happy New Year. Happy New Year. Cheers yeah. to you. Cheers to me. Happy Cheers New Year. to us. Yes. Cheers to the wind up. Cheers to this episode. What are you drinking? Get yourself a little espresso martini. I do. Mainly because I need the energy. Keep you awake through 16 fucking queens. Oh my God. It's a lot, isn't it? We didn't we didn't realise this when we decided to do this season. We're like, oh yeah, we'll do season 15, you know. We've done it down under. We've done our Canada versus world. And most yeah, like, season. It's momentous. It's 15, yeah. season 15. Like, it's amazing. But then 16 queens. Fuck me. This is going to, so this is going to be, my housemate and I worked it out. With a queen being eliminated every week, this is going to be the next three months. Buckling kids room for a wild ride. Three months. Um, and that's not including if there's double eliminations or double Shantae's or any, or Queens returning or anything like that. That's just roughly three months. I mean, who knows where <laughs> Shangela is going to show up, but enough, enough about us. We have 16 Queens to work through. Yeah. Okay. Well, I mean, it's, it is momentous to have 16 Queens and we got some like big things with the 16 Queens, like first ever set of twins. We got... You know, a, a lot legendary... of TikTokers. Yeah, we got a legendary drag performer. We've got some raging bitches. Uh, we've got a plethora of filler queens. Um, 
it's going to happen when there's 16 of them. Yeah. All uh, right. If you want to kick us off. Okay. So welcome to season 15. First queen into the workroom is Ms. Irene Dubois, giving us a sci-fi fantasy and a lot of side shade. Mm. So she mentions, obviously, that she's Bosco's drag sister. So Bosco was a finalist on season 14, um, who was very demonic beauty, known for, you know, all of her runaways being essentially a bra panty in a corset. <coughs> um, I can see a lot of the similarities in their makeup. I liked this look, this orange, mm-hmm. orange sort of spiky fantasy. Obviously, it's giving me very um, labyrinth or um oh, dark crystal. like the guys the, no definitely labyrinth with the guys who are like you want to lose your head or like they very dark crystal with the yeah pointy ears like dark crystal-esque um yeah sorry hate the hate the boots with it like did not was not a fan of the boots with this I look i didn't mind the boots i don't like I'm, not on their own but like they're obviously moon booty vibe like space boot like, but that boot cover that she's got on it with the the fact that she's got a one-legged jumpsuit, is it not a fan? Okay, yeah, true. Um, and also can we just, uh, while well, obviously it's just us girl friends here, mullet. Mm. Mm. Ginger I mullet. Was, I, was, I was choosing to ignore that. Um, <laughs> it kind of I mean, works she for gives, this outfit, though. She gives great confessional, like, yes. spoiler alert, she doesn't last very long. Um, but she would have been great for the season and she would have played an amazing billet because mm-hmm. straight off the bat, my first impression with her was like, oh yeah, cool. Yeah. She'll be interesting. And then when the next queen walks in and she starts just giving straight up cunt, I was like, oh, okay. I'm not going to like you at all. Mm-hmm. And I know I mentioned on our last episode that I live for the drama on Drag Race and I do, I love the drama. The one thing that annoys me about her is she constantly, like multiple times she says, you know, drag dressing rooms, et cetera, you know, it's all about being cunty, you know, throwing shade at each other and bantering back and forth. Yes. But there is a difference between being cunty and being a cunt. She was being a cunt. Who's next into the workroom? Our next queen into the workroom is da, 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 Lux Noir London. Yes. Hang on, it's about to pop up. I do have it playing in the background. <laughs> I've got it. I've got it on my phone. Um, I thought she Lux Noir London. Yeah, she looked gorgeous. Long hair, not forty inches apparently. Um, well, okay, lightning so ball, this, like cute. This is contention because I believe her hair is forty inches. It looks forty inches to me. Because it's forty inches from the root to the end, which is how you should be measuring the length of a wig. Like, for example, this here is, I believe, from memory, a 24 to 28 inch wig um, from the root to the end. Irene saying it's not 40 inches and then pulling out a wig later on, being like, this is 40 inches. Ratty wig. It's 40 inches from a certain length, yes. But you need to be measuring it from the root. Like that's where the, that's how you measure the hair length is forty inches from the root to the end. Um, but back to back to, back Lux. to Lux. 
Um, I think she looks gorgeous. I love this jumpsuit with the mm-hmm. nude illusion cutout and the lightning bolts. Oh yes, I can um, definitely see this in Maya's wardrobe. The long, the long hair. Love this. Her confessional look. I, I'm not a fan of the giant fucking um, pink PVC. railway, yeah, railway conductor hats. So next into the workroom is, I hope I say this right. Aura Mayari. I believe so, yeah. I believe that's how you say it. Yeah, I think so. Um, Looking, I mean, you're not a huge fan of a silver wig. How do we feel about this? Was it, it was silver. Silver blonde, blondie silver. Probably, yeah. When did I say more kind of a silver wig? Um, In a previous season? I can't remember. That's all I've got for you. Anyway, so she comes in in her silver wig. I like her look. It's kind of <sighs> like it's not bad. It's just kind of average. But she does. Yeah, she is our self-appointed trade of the season. I mean, I do it. Um, hmm? Like those those muscles. Yeah. Like she's she's a muscle she's a muscle Mary outside of drag. Um, this this entrance look though, I like the concept from the neck down. The silver isn't the issue for me. It's the styling of this wig that's the issue for me. Mm-hmm. Um, not only is the lace not glued down properly, uh, but that random slicked back, but because it's a synthetic wig, it's not a slick back. It's like it's, it's like a bubble. Raised, yeah. It's like bubble and then dead straight. I don't think works for this look. Um, like if she's trying to give us almost uh, Matrix-esque vibes, Either go with a short bob mm-hmm. slicked back or go for a human hair slicked back. Um, I mean, granted, yes, not everyone owns human hair wigs. I do. Um, Me too. One right now. Uh, I mean, granted, yes, not everyone owns human hair wigs. So true. But this, I didn't think the hair didn't work with the outfit. The rest of the outfit is stunning. Um she does give me a little bit of, she's definitely a filler queen for me. I don't mm-hmm. think she's going to be in the top moving throughout. Because um, she is giving me a very cocky, conceited vibes. Um, like very tickets on herself. Overly confident. Which I'd love, That's I would love to know line. how much, I'd love to know how much she's charging for those tickets. Our next queen into the workroom, I love her already, um, is Marsha, Marsha, Marsha. Um, and, I've been so excited since I saw the promo and then it's sorry to interrupt you. It's not often that I get a queen who really like I can connect with. I mean, we all remember Molly Poppins, no connection there, but um, I just, I like her aesthetic. I saw her name pop up when like when they released who the Queens were onto Instagram and I was like, Marsha, Marsha, Marsha. Yes. Brady Bunch. So started following her like straight away and I was like, oh, I love her drag. I actually really like her. I think she's quite funny and incredibly talented so, too. She's super young, but I love mm. that she's referential to an older style or an older era as a younger queen. She's very, very much like an Aubrey Hayes. Um, yeah. Referencing, referencing, referent- referencing. Yeah, referencing, the right- referencing. Referencing. Yeah. Wrong phrasing. Referencing. I was putting the emphasis on the rod. On the referencing. Rod. She's a I was referencing. The emphasis, 
I was putting the emphasis, effort, well, Jesus Christ, what is with my English? But I love the fact that she comes out with her hair down and then flips it back to the bandage on the nose, you know, very referencing the Brady Bunch, the episode where Marsha gets hit in the face with the football. Um, I wish she did the oh my nose better though. Yeah. I I love the outfit. I love the pastels. Um, I love the look of it. Not a fan of the hair, I will say. Not a fan of the hair. Um, it's the colour for me, though. I'm not a fan of that gold blonde. Like, that golden blonde is not... I For me, a blonde, I love an icy blonde. Like, we've seen me wear multiple times. Mm-hmm. Um, I love an icy blonde hair. I'm not a fan of the gold blonde. Yeah, two, two warm I'm, tones. I also am not a fan of the styling of the hair. I would have preferred it back with a headband um, and the ends flicked out. Very that style. Like what she like what she wore in the promo. Um, yes. Very Marsha, Marsha, Marsha. That I would have loved. So we just had Marsha, Marsha, Marsha. Who is our next queen? Our next queen to come in through the workroom door is somebody who presents herself as a stunt queen. Miss Anitra. She's coming so, in, in, I don't know what she's come in as. She came in like a wrecking ball. I love that she walks in and just goes, what? Um, yeah. I'm not going to lie though. Walking in, the look she's presenting and just her personality, I wrote her off. Mm-hmm. I was like, feel a queen. Yeah. And even, even in the photo shoot, I was like, yeah, no, no, not going to be amazing. Not going to lie. It was like, yeah. Like the look, she's a Vegas queen. So the look I get kind of, um, I don't love the headpiece with no hair underneath it. Um, she's a cute. I don't get, oh yeah, she's a gorgeous. I don't get the headpiece with the rest of the outfit because there's no spikes on the rest of the outfit at all. True. Um, so I'm not understanding the connection between that um i love the black and yellow and it looks great on her it's fitted mm-hmm. well but i was just kind of like mm, not expecting much of you mm. and I like boy we... was i boy was i fucking wrong oh weren't we all wrong so our next queen to enter the workroom is can't remember her name as so I'm waiting for it to pop up. There we are. <laughs> Malaysia, Malaysia Baby Doll Fox. I'm just waiting for it to play so that then it comes up. I'm like, oh yeah, I actually should speed it up so that then it's not. Uh, but my, yeah, Malaysia Baby Doll Fox. Um, she walks in and I believe someone says, what does the fox say? Yes. Um, I think it might outfit, have been Irene Dubois. I do like her outfit. Um, the orange looks great on her skin mm-hmm. um, with the white ostrich feathers representing the fur because obviously she's presenting as a fox, you know, orange and white. On the tail, um, was but... that, um, what's the word? It wasn't like an attached t- tail. It was like a. No, it's like a shawl. Kind of sort of, shawl. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, the hair stylized in the ears as well looks very gorgeous, very pin-up-y. Mm-hmm. Like she looks amazing. Uh, but she's another one that I was like, mm, not not overly wowed by. Uh, kind of just like, yeah, she'll she'll be there for a little bit. But we do find out that she's a celebrity makeup artist. Yes, doing makeup for many celebrities. 
next queen. Oh, 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 oh. So our oh. next queen is. Oh. Is this an excited all for this one? Is this how you? No, I have, I have, I have, I have things. She has feelings, guys. She has feelings. I said things. I know, but I said feelings. <laughs> so our next queen to come in the workroom is Princess Poppy. Tell me your things. Clearly shows that she did not watch Down Under because oh, she comes. I'm... Mm-hmm. Because she comes in in an artist's dress, very reminiscent of Art Simone. Yeah. Um, and the funny thing is, Art did post on her Instagram. She's like, clearly someone didn't get the memo over watching other Queen's entrance looks. <laughs> uh, just jokingly, of course. Mm-hmm. Um, I do think of the two looks, Art's was better. Yes. Because um, Art was giving me very much Art Attack. This is giving me very, yeah, artist's mock. Um, she's another gorgeous queen. As I said, all the queens this season are fucking stunning. Mm-hmm. Another gorgeous queen. Um, but when she came in as well, like in terms of entrance, I get that she didn't quite do Aubrey Haves' number, but she kind of did. Remember when Aubrey Haves comes in, she goes, I'm homo. Yeah. But then obviously, you know, Princess Poppy is when, didn't she went viral for doing the homophobic, homophobic dress? Yes. Yeah. So yeah. she comes in, she says, I'm homo, and then whispers phobic. Yeah. But like, still very on the nose, very too close to home to drag down under. Um, so after Princess Poppy is oh, she to... came out looking like some sort of tribal goddess. It is in next walks Sasha Colby. So Sasha Colby is Kerry Colby's drag mother, who was on season thirteen. Uh, she's also what she claims in her Meet the Queens video, your favourite drag queen's favourite drag queen. Um, she's, well, American, obviously. Um, she's, i know known of her for years because a lot of the Drag West girls talk about her. Um, she's phenomenal. She's won multiple pageants. Um, her look is phenomenal. This I tribal. Mean, this outfit. My goodness, I like she looks like some tribal voodoo queen, and I mean, she can put mm. me under a spell any time. Her workroom entrance look is—it's giving me fucking drag. Like this is very old school showgirl drag. Um, um, without sounding ignorant, does Sasha? How does Sasha present? Like, is she? She's a she's, she's a trans, trans queen. Yeah. Yeah, so her so her daughters are all trans women as well. So Kerry oh, Colby wow. from okay, season cool. thirteen was a trans woman. Uh, was is a trans woman. Um, Sasha Colby is one of the most. I don't want to say infamous is in like in a bad way, but infamous is in like most people know of her. Um, infamous trans women in drag pageants, like US drag pageant scene. So she's one of the most well-known. Um, but yeah, she looks stunning in his workroom entrance. The beaded like tattoo. Mm-hmm. Oh, hey, I, hey. Wonder, I, wa- I wonder how long it was going to be. Up. Season three what? slash season 15. I wondered how long that was going to be. Um, ne- but the stone. never too far away. The stoned uh, tattoos on the bodysuit look gorgeous. Um, the little like 
tunic type skirt, stunning the big hair, feathers. Like she just looks amazing. And the fact that every queen knew who she was as soon as she walked in, they were all like, oh fuck, okay, Sasha Colby's here. Okay, sweet. After Sasha in walks our little Ornatia. So in comes referencing season six, Vivacious's entrance with Ornatia and everyone's questioning going, so is Vivacious coming back? Although it didn't look anything like Vivacious because way too small. Mm-hmm. Which like, we see which tiny, we see later tiny on. Person who so we tiny see. she struggles to get out of that costume. Well, no, that's a reference to season six. So Vivacious, who again is part of this well, we see come in with the second group at eight. Um, her entrance into season six. What I'm about to say the special guest um did is exactly what vivacious did in season six she walked in like that with that covering and then as all the queens are standing there she struggles to get the zip down and like it's a thing where it just goes on for a couple of minutes it's just like struggling and then lux references kelly mantle from that season who says let us see baby (laughs) it's like can't come down it's just like awkward 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 comes down and then goes mother has arrived but this time around, in that costume, is the one, the only Miss Ariana That's a Grande. good job. <laughs> Danny Minogue. <laughs> no. But <laughs> see, I was, I'm not going to lie, I was shocked but not shocked because I knew obviously Ariana was the guest judge of this episode, but I wasn't expecting her to walk into the workroom like this. Mm-mm. She looks gorgeous. I mean, she always looks gorgeous, but she looks gorgeous. But yeah, Ariana comes in and the queens are going ape shit and she talks to them for briefly and she's like, drag is amazing. I love drag. Um, you're all, you're all amazing. Blah, blah, blah. And then we get the little sirens going off and Rue comes into the workroom. Mama wearing Rue. A, wearing a hideous suit. Now, I'm going to whiz us through the next section. So, um, Rue comes. Let me. me, Yeah, you just you you just try to keep up with what I'm saying. So Rue comes in. Obviously, Ariana. He asks her if she's going to stick around. She says no, but she's going to come back tomorrow, which is awesome and exciting. And then Rue announces this week's mini challenge, where the queens are to recreate season one, uh, the very first ever photo shoot that they did. Okay, so just quickly going through. The photos. Who do you think did the best photo? I think as much as I wasn't a fan, I do agree with yeah. Rue's judgment that Irene had the best photo. Um, I think the rest of them kind of flubbed it a little bit. But the thing that I loved is they all looked like they were having fun. Yes. Like, no one looked like they were struggling. Everyone was just like, you know what? I'm having Princess fun. Princess Poppy's wasn't this. too bad. Side note, Princess Poppy's probably my second favourite. But, yeah, Irene, mm. I agree with. But, I mean, who wouldn't be having that much fun if you're being sprayed by hunky, hunky men in the tiny, tiny speedos with the giant, giant bulges and their wet, wet, wet selves? Are we talking about hoses? Like garden hoses? Or... I mean, whatever tickles your fancy. We'll save that for the next podcast. I, I w- I would I would let the four of them spray me. Uh, okay, so who's our first queen into the workroom for the next group of eight? Well, before we do that, 
before we go there, just before we go there, Rude does announce to the Queens that there is a maxi challenge. And that is that they have to come up with a choreography for an entrance number for the talent extravaganza, which will be happening. Yeah, on... this, this, this whole bit is boring. So let's skip that. Well, I really feel like it was, <laughs> it, it's just an opportunity to get them out of the way to introduce our new queens. So first, queen... but it is also, but it is also smart because it makes them think that it's a double premiere, which I thought was going to be the case as well. I'm not going to lie, sitting here watching, I thought it was going to be... Like two, they episodes, said it was two a, whole episodes. Well, because that's, that's what they've typically done. They have the eight queens. The eight queens do the mini challenge. They walk the runway, they do the maxi challenge. One queen goes home. Mm-hmm. Then the next group of eight in the second episode. I thought that was going to happen again. I'm like, oh, yeah, cool, sweet. Same thing. And then when they cut straight back to the workroom and started introducing the next group of eight, I was like, oh, 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 okay, we're... This is interesting. What's happening here? Well, this must also be maybe partly to do with the fact that they they have a new home on MTV. Oh, yeah. True. True. Mm. Okay. So first queen for the second round of queens to enter the workroom is this season. She is my version of Molly Poppins. I hate everything about her. It's Selena S. Titties. I I want to like her. I do. But I don't. I, I don't, just don't. Do you know what? I find her more annoying. This sounds terrible. And no harm is meant by this. But I find her more annoying as a boy. So she's, and this is going to sound really bad. <laughs> I can already tell. I can me. <laughs> no, I didn't. <laughs> Did you just go? Shh. <laughs> no, I didn't. I said she's right, and then I went. I didn't watch it back. I said she's. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't cut you off yet because we're agreeing on the same thing. We're not disagreeing. If we were this disagreeing, is the first I would be like, for Shh. us. Cheers to us. This is the first. Um. So. This is going to sound really bad. I feel like, even though she's still slightly a bigger queen, I feel like she's a former fat girl who's gotten slightly thinner and has gained a cocky attitude from it. Allegedly. Oh, yeah, there's no there's no proof of that. I'm just insinuating, insinuating. But, so her entrance look, I understand. She's a taller, mm-hmm. so she's giving, you know, very, you know, Latina heritage, you know, with the stomach tat and the boots with, like, the... Chino-esque type skirt, flannel-esque type shawl thing that she's wearing. I get it. I get it. And I actually love the entrance look, kind of. Kind of. Not 100%. But her personality is just irritating. Like, I don't love the whole ah, thing that she does. And I don't love... Do that noise again. Over the t- no. Uh, it's going to make it my message tone. Our next queen into the workroom is Amethyst. Mm. (laughs) Okay, so I love her look in pieces. Like Mm -hmm. I'm, we all know iridescent is one of my favorite colors. Yes. So I'm a huge fan of what she's wearing. Styled wise, I think she could have started a little bit better. Wasn't like I get the whole headpiece, like the microphone Mm -hmm. headpiece, like the the whole mic. 
early 2000s, Britney-esque, like, get that. Hair could have been slightly different for this look. Also hated the shoes with this look. Um, are you, did you watch Nickelodeon slash Disney Channel as an early 2000s, late 2000s? Yes, no. Look, I watched the Disney <clears throat> Channel. I mean, I really wish you let me answer before you burp in my face. I, I, I come in my mouth. <laughs> I watched the Disney Channel, but I feel like I'm like 30. Did you watch Victorious? No, no, I don't Ariana's, know what that is. Okay. Okay. So Ariana's debut show, Victorious. No. Amethyst I, I only drag. knew Ariana from her music days. I ah, was just so, too, a little bit too old for the Ariana when she was on Disney. Amethyst out of drag looks like a character from Victorious, or at least the actor that played the character. Well, I thought um, Amethyst out of drag also reminded me of someone from Glee. I'm not sure who. I didn't really watch Glee either. No, I don't get Glee. But if you look up, oh, what the fuck was his name on Victorious? Um, he was the character that had the ventriloquist dummy. Um, but he was in love with Ariana's character. And that's what he looks like out of drag. Like, I think she's fun. I don't think she's going to go very far, to be fair. She's another TikTok queen. Yes. Um, like, there's 45,000 TikTok queens this season. And 45,000 um, queens from Connecticut. Yeah all in this group of eight. I know. Um, 45,000 in this group of eight. There's so many queens from Connecticut. Some of our queens may have slept with each other. Like there's some tea Which there. is alluded there, yeah. So after Amethyst, we are presented with lovely queen, Miss Jax, a competitive athlete slash cheerleader. So watching this now, I'm looking at going, I don't remember her. Oh, really? Because I don't remember her from this episode. I remember her from the next episode because her talent was phenomenal. Yes. But this episode, I was like, I don't even remember her walking to the work because I'm looking at the whole thing going, I don't remember any of this. I don't remember this outfit. I don't remember this hair. I don't remember this anything like. Okay. Well, as someone who's viewing it for the first time, how do you feel about her entrance look? Meh. Um. Like, I get it. She's, you know, competitive athlete, competitive cheerleader. She's giving no varsity with a jacket and with the, like, cheerleading uniform and the boots. And I get that. She's, like, she's giving me filler queen. Like, not going to lie. She's giving mm-hmm, me, like, mm-hmm. not a standout, not there for anything. Just kind but just of, to like, clarify, this is just based oh, on that's... entrance look. Okay. No, I remember this part. Okay, I do remember this part. And she's turning to Amethyst and Amethyst goes, oh, my name's Amethyst. And she goes, oh, my God, my mum actually gave me oh, an Amethyst. Yeah. So I completely blanked out of her even coming into the workroom or anything like that. And this is the part that I remember. Well, she didn't have, a, I can't remember, I, like, what was her entrance line? What was her? Oh, I, like it was, I don't remember. No, and right, I'm, I don't I'm remember not, it. I'm not listening to it, so I don't care. So moving so on. So our next our next queen is this is the one that I was talking about with the voice. Um, so our next queen is Lucy LaDuca. So she's a construction worker by day and a, a village person by, by night. night. So she's another one with a nose, uh, but hers is a flat nose. Um, <laughs> I mean, look at her. She's got a flat nose. So I mean, she looks. I was going to say, Benny, when, when she came out, 
and we saw like the workroom look and then we saw um, the confessional look and just her sort of her energy. I disagree with this comment, but Benny was like, she's just giving me Anita Wiglet vibes all around. Oh, no, I can. I Yep. No, I can see that. So I, I disagree with it. I can see where he's coming from, but he's also, in my opinion, wrong. Yeah, no, look, she's not, she's not. I mean, her drag is more fully formed than Anita Wiglet's. <laughs> I was looking down and I just looked up and got the fright of I know. my life. <laughs> I know. She's not doing that the entire time. Um, but again, I think that's just any coping mechanism. Um, <laughs> but she's another Connecticut queen. But she's old school drag, big hair, tiny waist, big pads. Um, like her sh- her silhouette is built amazingly. Like she's mm-hmm. built herself an amazing silhouette. Big tits, tiny waist, big hips. Um, I love that she's covered her tats in this look. So when she takes off everything later on, you get this massive shock of the fact that she's got two massive sleeve tats. Yeah. Um, and giant man hands, which she mentions. But this is what I mean. Like that voice is what threw me off. Like, I thought it was put on for her character. And then when she's talking in that voice in her confessional, I was like... Because it's quite femme. Norm- like, that's your normal voice? Oh. Uh, I, I don't love her entrance outfit. I'm not going to lie. So while she looks amazing, like, shape-wise and hair-wise and face-wise, like, she looks gorgeous, I don't love the look. Like, this weird, like, denim print... Question. If you... Hairy armpit. And a sweaty, sweaty and hairy. How do you like? Oh, I didn't notice that. I just, I didn't notice that. I just noticed the hair sticking out of the bottom of the. Uh, yeah, I'm not a fan of the denim print. I just didn't love it. But I, well, I guess I, I get it with the construction worker thing. Yeah, if you're going to go on Drag Race, right? And not just like, it's not just a show. It's Drag Race, and you're a drag queen, and you have been probably auditioning for years to get on it. Would you not wear your like best? outfit like your you I guess or like a most iconic outfit or something that really sort of like um from the last group Malaysia baby doll fox she came out dressed as a fox like she's playing homage to yeah. her namesake like would you not wear something that's a little bit more ostentatious than this denim thing that she looks like she picked up at fucking cotton on um okay so next queen to <laughs> next queen to come into the workroom is a mistress Eureka 2.0 yes um, mistress Isabel Brooks <laughs> who looks like a Eureka 2.0 she's really does like even on her promo look my housemate was like Eureka's on the season again fair question like and she's a Texas queen which is where Eureka's from as well um I I like this look. I do. And I love the fact that she's a big girl showing off, you know, I can be sexy too. And, you know, like lace and see-through and spandex. I was getting there. Love the body. Hate the hair. Not a fan of the hair. And those heels, while I get what her justification was being like, you know, all these big girls come in and they hurt themselves. So I'm going to be comfortable and no safe. Get that. Understand that. That's that heel was a choice. And I'm a queen that's known to wear flats, like flats or a heel. Not that. It's a kitten heel. 
but yeah. That's, that's, that's not a kitten heel. That's a newborn heel. That's a newborn kitten heel. That now, kitten hasn't even opened its eyes yet. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> um, have you or did you ever watch The Goonies? Mm-hmm. So do you... You're about to say the truffle shuffle. Not at all. Do you remember the villain, the mum, the mum villain, who was like the villainess lady who was like the bad guy who was the queen of the bad guys in the Goonies? I see that and I raise you, Mimi, from the Drew Carey show. Our next queen into the workroom is Robin Fierce. It's <gasps> gorgeous, like yes, leather leatherette type, like almost skin color nude illusion look. I love the hair. Can like, I just say curls. this? This look with this kind of hairstyle, this kind of makeup, everything that Robin Fierce walked in in that room. I love this look on any woman of color like this give mm. me the but braids she, so give me the fro like this is iconic like this is gorgeous to me, she's giving me anika noni rose um, i'm gonna nod so anika noni rose voiced tiana and the princess of the frog but she also played uh, i can't remember her character she was one of the three girls in dream girls okay do you remember Dream Girls? Yeah, I didn't love it. I liked um You sorry, what? Fucking what's her name? You didn't love it? No, I didn't love it. I'm the wrong kind uh-huh. of gay. I'm a bad gay. But anyway, she looks like her makeup and her face, she looks fucking gorgeous. Yes, like, like she is giving me woman um, um but still yeah she looks she looks gorgeous until so, she gets under those lights yeah like robin in the promo pictures i was kind of like mm, eh? Eh. yeah and then when she walked out like this i was like hello queen yes i would like to know more about you please have a seat and tell me everything about you um, i want to i want to know who is the top and who is the bottom between her and amethyst Because depending well, on which is which, I would like to watch that video. Um, <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, who, are, who are our final queens to enter the workroom? I'm sorry, did you say queens? I did. So we had a, should we call it a double whammy? The dolls who came to life, TikTok stars and whatever else you want to fucking call them. Sugar and spice and all things nice. So did you get the reference they were making in the entrance looks? No, I did not until a couple of episodes ago into Canada's Drag Race and you told me and sort of said they're being the Bratz dolls. And you were like, this is how gay I am. And I was like, yes, so you're quite gay. So their their literal looks are the exact looks that the dolls, Phoebe and Roxy, which were the twin Bratz dolls that were limited release dolls that came as a pair were this wearing... is their promo looks not the workroom looks no 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 no. their workroom entrance looks oh the, really the looks that they walked into the workroom in were the exact outfits that the dolls were wearing in their packaging that they came in as a pair bb and roxy 
that Brat swims. Right. Yeah. So their drag names came from the original advertising for Phoebe and Roxy, where Phoebe was marketed as, you know, sugar and all things girly, and Roxy was marketed as spice and all things like dark and grungy and that sort of stuff. So they took the names, instead of calling themselves Phoebe and Roxy to mimic the dolls, they called themselves sugar and spice. Referential. Yeah. Um, so so but I, mixed feelings I the for fa- these girls. I love the fact that all the other queens knew who they were. And old, who um, was it? Fucking Mistress Isabel's like, yeah, I know who they are, but I'm not going to give them the satisfaction. Yeah. I love how she started the entire season and this episode off being like, I hate them, I hate them, I hate them. But come the end of episode two, she's, she's like, their oh, best I love them. friend. Yeah, she's like, oh, I love them. Like, I get it. Like, they're they're amazing. They're fierce. Um, I think their looks, are like, granted, I know what their reference is. I love their looks. I do think they're kind of basic, though. That's the other thing I wanted to touch on with this is I, I really, really, really disliked this whole narrative of the fact that these Instagram TikTok queens haven't paid their dues, haven't done enough to warrant respect from the other queens. We're in 2023. I admit that I'm not a huge social media queen in the fact that I don't post regularly. I don't do enough on social media. I know, it's so annoying for me. There's so much content I could be sharing to our people, to our one fan who you told to have a best life. I like you could still do that. I'll still share it. I'm just really bad at posting my own shit. Um, and I do, I do know that I need to get better at that. I'm just, I'm not a, I'm not a social media queen. Um, what was I getting at? Oh yeah, that's right. <laughs> so while I'm not a huge social media queen, I understand that this is the way of the drag scene going forward is getting huge on social media being tiktok instagram um facebook to some extent still i guess um For the boomers Twitter. out there like building a social media brand is the way that you're going to gain followers gain popularity people will then follow what you do etc so for these other queens to be like oh you know what they haven't done anything to gain my respect because they're not actual performers fair yes they haven't been performing in a club or they haven't done any of that they've still garnered enough following and have people interested in what they're doing to gain your respect because it doesn't take much to would also be really interesting to see how many followers the queens who are saying that these tiktok queens are not real queens because they're not out there performing how many followers they have on their socials someone someone does mention that someone does mention that in i can't remember if it's this episode or the next episode where they're like, usually the queens that are against social media queens are the ones that don't know how to use it. After we get Sugar and Spice entering the workroom, we have Miss Vivacious entering the workroom, redoing exactly what Ariana did with the last eight. The whole mother has arrived and everyone's going like, is she part of this competition? And she's like, no, mother has arrived. And Do you feel like Roo. these girls were robbed though? Like the other girls got Ariana. Oh, Absolutely. Like, the fact that the other girls got Ariana, I would have expected... The fact that Ariana was there for the day, I would have expected her to do both groups. But, yeah, Pivacious comes in, points to Rue. Rue 
does her whole little, I hate to ask you to go, but I love to watch you leave. And Fibracious does her little New York walk away, etc. Um, and then we get these queens photo shoot, which is a reference to season two's first photo shoot, which was a Gone with the Wind. But instead of straddling a cannon, they're straddling a motorbike. Now, there was a point during the girls' entrances where one of them, I can't think who it was, said, what if this is a double, um, double like episode? There's two groups, and she goes, and they say, "What if we're the second group?" Well, but everyone quickly dismisses that because they did it smart. Whereas normally on a double premiere, the first group leaves some remnants of the fact that they were there the last episode. Um, yes, like this, the, where they've been getting changed and things. But, but if you surely, if you're smart. And it's season 15 and you're the, coming into the workroom and you have that question, well, what if we're the second group? And then RuPaul goes, we're going to recreate season two's photo shoot. Wouldn't oh, yeah, you, you would think then you'd be like, season two? Oh. why are we not doing season like, one? Yeah, you'd be like straight away going, oh, okay, we are the second yeah. group. Yeah, I agree with that. But none of these queens are smart enough to put two together. Did you agree with the winner of this photo shoot or did you think someone did better? Um. One moment, please. Do you, I was like, do you remember who? I remember who wins. I'm just doing a quick run through who may have done better. I, I personally agree with the winner. Looking at all of their last photos. Yeah. Okay. I agree. I wanted Robin to do better. Same. Um, (laughs) But yeah. Spices (laughs) just. Spice's decision to take her wig off and use a shower cap was hilarious. It was hilarious. Interesting, but hilarious. But wouldn't it be great with like your hair and like the wind and the motion? And she's like, no, I've got a shower cap. I mean, she knew that wig was not glued down and she was terrified it was coming off. Granted, yes. And she was smart. It still must have been a forethought for her to go in there with a shower cap. Like she must have known something ahead of Mm. time well no 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 so they always do a photo shoot as the first challenge always yeah but why would you take a shower cap for any reason if you didn't think there was going to be a wind machine no no for any reason because you look at any season you don't know what is coming you don't know if it's a wind machine you don't know if it's water you don't okay true yeah if if for some reason she thought they were going to do a throwback to season one then a shower cap would have come in handy so season five, for example, they were dumped into a water tank and mm-hmm. they had to go underwater. So she was like, okay, just in case we get into a water tank, I'll have a shower cap instead of a wig. Okay, so we just did a photo shoot. Uh, so we both agreed that Lucy had the best photo. She obviously won the mini challenge because uh, she really did. She had an amazing photo. Like, oh, it looked great. Her, she looks gorgeous. Um they come back and obviously Rue is like talking about the maxi challenge, which is the talent show. And it's like, would you like some drama? Cause we're about to have some. And then brings this eight Queens to meet the former eight Queens over on the rehearsal stage. Who by where... the way, have not been able to get any shit together. Oh my God. The choreography they put together, but they're like, Oh yeah, look at what we've done. And the other ones are just like, that's all you've put together. Like, yeah, it was shit. Shit. But you, dear listeners and viewers, 
We'll find out more about that in episode two, two. part two of our... One B. Whatever the fuck this is, 16 episode fucking two, queens episode. You, well, this has been Meet the Queens with microphone and myself, Sean Philip Naylor. And tune in right now to listen to the next or episode. Like... <clears throat> Sorry, excuse me. That's okay. I was just going to say all watch because it's literally about to start again. In yeah, the... it's going to start like right YouTube. now. Or if you're listening, it's probably going to play right now. And you can listen to the next episode, which is part two of our season three premiere, which is season 15 of, season of Drag 15. Race premiere. It's, it's all very meta and confusing. Jesus Christ. Numbers Isn't and letters and numbers and letters and what is it? What's the Dorothy numbers thing? Numbers and lions. letters and fingers are my. Anyway. Lions, lions <laughs> and tigers and bears. Oh my. So tune into that shit because that's about to happen right now as we speak. But until then, dear listeners and viewers, this has been the wind up thank you for tuning in thank you for meeting the queens with us we'd love to know what you think about all these queens so like comment share and do all of that shit that people do um because you know we're here for that apparently um remember that you can tune in to the wind up on youtube or on spotify apple Podcasts, wherever you get your podcasts and don't forget to follow us on the instagram for our amazing outtakes videos which you know everybody fucking loves because it's some funny shit that no one will get. But there's some good anyway. stuff this time. Oh yeah, we, I mean we could probably be sued. I don't know. Um, so tune into that on YouTube. Allegedly. Uh, allegedly, the police are investigating. And you can follow us on Instagram at thewindup underscore pod. You can follow this amazing woman, the woman of the dreams. Although you're not, you're just like my good friend and I love you lots. And uh, you can follow her at my microphone. You can follow me at Sean Phillip Official. And we are clearly drunk. And this is episode one uh, of season three. Thanks for watching. Thanks for listening. Thanks for tuning in. See you in like 30 seconds when the next video loads. Stay Bye. tuned. Episode 1B, 4-2, 4-36. To be continued. Dun, dun, dun.